0: That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few dozen times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Jean. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review?
1: Hi, James. I'm doing pretty good today, and I did do my weekly
0: review, so yay. Yay, me. Hurrah. That is great to hear, and I'm also doing uh, well today, and I also did my weekly review. But now we need to check in on the weekly to-do and first, let's play that in.
2: The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Jean and James are working through the weekly to-do.
0: So, Jean, how did your weekly to-do go?
1: Well, I procrastinated a lot and only started working on it today in terror of having to podcast with no weekly to-do done. And the the project I've been working on is moving my main email address from Google to FastMail. And I had already set up the FastMail account and FastMail, you know, export to FastMail. So that, you know, some of the bigger steps were done, but I... What I haven't done is turn off Google email and sign my devices into FastMail. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. Shouldn't take too long. But I, uh, as I got into it, I realized, well, I want to get rid of some stuff before I um, start working with FastMail that has been kind of clutter in my my. Mailbox, there's a lot of mailboxes in there left over from sane, uh, sane mail, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I, you know, they create boxes for you. And, and as you know, there's some boxes. One, I mean, I had the sane black hole, but I also had the sane later, or as I call it, sane pretty much never. Um, <laughs> and in Archive, and I forgot, like, how did things get into there? But I had about 2,000 emails in there. And so I spent a good deal of time going through that because I didn't want to, I didn't want to keep them all, but I didn't want to toss them all either. So it was a process of kind of quickly reviewing um, what was in there and going by my usual rule of thumb which is emails from companies can usually be trashed I mean none of them were more than you know three I mean they were more than three or four years ago but emails from people I usually like to keep even if they're trivial I don't it just saves me the step of deciding should I or shouldn't I toss this if it's from somebody I know I just keep it so So that added an extra amount of time and kind of email burnout because reviewing 2000 emails, even if you do it quickly, is kind of takes up a lot of brain space. Absolutely. (laughs) And the other thing that I didn't remember that I, you know, is that if you go through six years of email, which is about what I had, not all of my email, but, you know, emails going back. Um, There were certain things that, you know, reminded me of of difficult times that I've been through that I was like, oh, yeah, these emails, I forgot, you know, this discussion, Mm -hmm. you know, or this project that didn't, you know, got kind of blew up in our faces kind of deal. So uh, there was a certain amount of emotional capital spent doing it as well. So I'm not done. I'm not totally done, but I have only sane later to look at now. And I should be able to plow through that. But I just felt like I just want to delete these boxes that I'm not using. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, kind of have a clean ish start with my fastmail mail, email. Um, and so that's, uh, that slowed me down. And I think I knew a little bit when I said that that was going to be my weekly to do that it might have been biting off more than I could chew,
0: so you've certainly made progress though, which is part of the yeah. part of the yeah. part of the important part of it, and sometimes when you start on a task, it does turn out to be longer than you thought it was going to take, and that's that's fine. they never take well sometimes they take less time than you thought, rarely though mm. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's more um, so um, so I'm guessing that'll just we'll roll that over for next week's weekly to do
1: well, I have another to do I was gonna put on my list uh, or I did put in my which is to order some new glasses online um I did have an eye doctor's appointment recently, and I definitely need new glasses and you know it just started. I, I found two websites where you can just order them, not Warby Parker, but there's like some alternatives mm-hmm. to that now, and um, and some of them or both of them actually sort of do online previews with with your face. Oh, that's uh, cool! The, yes, and and the and they're not so expensive. Um, so I, but the problem is, I was I've been looking at that on my iPhone, and it's just. You know, it's one of those, I've got to sit down at the computer and do this. Uh, I mean, at the, at the MacBook Pro and not try to do it on a small screen mm-hmm. or a device like that. And so that's my uh, plan for next week is to have those glasses ordered. Um, and I feel pretty confident that the, the fast mail thing will um, be done pretty quickly. Um once, you know, once I just pick up where I left off and finish off deleting email boxes.
0: Cool. Very cool. And um what about you? My weekly to-do um, was uh, to get a start on some estate planning things that I mm-hmm. need to do that I've been putting off for a long while. And... I managed to put them off for yet another week. Um, so I did not <laughs> do my weekly to do. Um, it's going to continue to be my weekly to do till next week. Um, cause I, I will get it done. Um, but yeah. I, that kind of leads us into, um, what I thought we might talk about today, which is using procrastination of one thing as a productivity boost in another area. Um, because although I did not get my stated weekly to do finished, um, I did actually finish this week, a, um, a something that I has been on my to do list for at least a year now. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, so five years ago, I kind of came out with a little open source project for software developers. Called Build Setting Extractor. It's, it's the most Woo. boring utility. It, it takes stuff from one from project builder or from uh it takes stuff from Xcode, which software developers use to write uh-huh. apps, and spits out configuration files. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a fast and easy, quick little utility. And so catches catch can over the last five years. You know, I've been keeping it up to date and improving it. And, um, but it's always like for the longest time, you actually had to download the code yourself and build it to use it. And then this past Uh fall, I, you know, figured out how to do the code signing and notarization. And so you could actually get a a disc image, but you still had to go to GitHub and kind of dig through the releases page. And so I've always wanted this thing to have its own little website, right? Just a one pager. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I finally launched that. Was it yesterday? Yesterday, um, or Wednesday of this week? Or um, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. And I had it almost ready to go about a month before, maybe two weeks before WWDC. And then something wasn't quite working when I was resizing it. Like the it, mm-hmm. it wasn't responsive the way it should be at smaller sizes and what have you. So I ran out of time and I kind of had to punt on it. Um, and so I had a chance to get back to it um, in part because in the fall for Try World, um, Try Swift World, kind of these online, it's like an online uh, conference. Um, I'll be doing a workshop on build settings. And I really wanted to have Ooh. just an easy place for, participants in the workshop to go and download the tool um so that kind of motivated doing it now rather than later um but also it just had been bugging me that this thing was almost done it's something i've wanted to do for almost five years um yet it kind of was sitting in the just about finished state Um, so i got it across the finish line it's it's up If you want to check out my, oh, it's just a my handiwork. It's buildsettingextractor.com. And it's just, it's such a straightforward, simple site. But that's kind of the whole point of it was for me also to learn just enough HTML and CSS to do kind of a modern responsive site on my own without, you know, bringing in, gigabytes or whatever megabytes of css frameworks and javascript frameworks it's just a very simple site but it does some cool things if you're browsing it and you're in dark mode the screenshots on the site are all dark mode and if you're in light mode in your ui the screenshots on the site are all in light mode so you know i'm kind of happy with how it turned out and there's a big old download link and it's easy as anything it's a free utility And if you're not a developer, it will be completely uninteresting to you. Um, (laughs) And even if you are a developer, it might be completely (laughs) uninteresting to you. Um, But it's the thing that I got done this week that I'm happy about and proud of. Because it got a couple of things, long-running things, off of my list. And... um, But I do wonder how much of my energy in getting that accomplished stemmed from putting off and procrastinating a task I was looking forward to a lot less, which is doing a number of estate planning tasks, um, which are still on my list. Um, And sometimes, is it such a bad thing to harness your procrastination in one area to do something nice and productive in another area? Should we try to guard against that or should we just recognize it's happening? And if the thing we're procrastinating, if it's not an absolute deadline, maybe it's okay to ride that wave of inspiration in another area. I don't know what your thoughts are.
1: Um. I've definitely done that. <laughs> I've definitely done that. Actually, I have a lot of little projects going on around the house right now, and I think that distracted me, like, from doing the Gmail to Fastmail project because they were more fun. <laughs> they were, they were right in front of me, and uh, I, I think I told you, um, working on a project to uh, turn my garage and my backyard into a little cinema, a micro cinema is what I'm calling it now. (laughs) Uh, Because uh, my brother kind of got me started on it. He brought over a TV to watch outside, and we watched some TV outside, and I thought, this is actually kind of nice. I mean, I always like the people uh, who do backyard Movies, you Mm -hmm. know, set up a screen and projector, but of course, one that's more—that's way more uh, than I want to get into. But also, we can't have like ten or fifteen people over, you know. I can have one person over for watching TV Mm -hmm. with me, or maybe two people if they're a couple. And so, so a a TV is actually, you know, a, a a. pretty nice thing and i actually got a television for the purpose it's um it's a toshiba um 43 inch uh something something i'm not like a one of these audio visual you know geeks at all so i can't tell you the specs but i know uh it has amazon fire mm-hmm. built into it so which i th- that was part of what my brother's TV had in it that was like, okay, we just hooked the TV up to um, to the internet without needing, for example, to plug in an Apple TV. And um, so I got the TV. The garage is pretty much cleaned out. I have to figure out the electrical part of it. Um, and it's just... It's just fun because, you know, it's a project and eventually, hopefully, somebody will come over <laughs> and watch television with me. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing. Another thing that I've been doing that's um, that's pretty fun is my neighbor and I were chatting and she just recently started watching the show Queer Eye, mm-hmm. which I really like a lot and I've watched every episode. Um and we were you know lamenting how it's just too bad we can't have those queer eye guys come to our house and you know get us all made over um and and i don't know somehow we hit on the idea like what if we try to queer eye ourselves <laughs> like we just you know we're, they're never coming to Portland, probably. And they're not coming anytime soon. And, you know, obviously, the chances of being selected uh, for that show are pretty, pretty tiny. But what if we just sort of try to channel our inner, uh, you know, queer eye guys, mm-hmm. you know, and we, so we decided we would do, we would start with the the home Design part of it first, and uh, we both picked out a project, and we actually video made a video of our before. Um, uh, we might turn it into some kind of podcast or video podcast at some point. I mean, I, or maybe we won't, but we call it Queer Eye DIY. <laughs> so, nice. So my project is, uh, I I totally need to do. Uh, curtains in my living room the curtains i have uh are embarrassingly old they actually were on the windows when i moved in and so and i you know i tend not to be super fussy about things so i was like those curtains are fine you know they do the job but lately i was thinking you know you could do a little bit nicer um job here with with the window treatments in your house. So anyway, so I've been researching curtain situations and measuring and stuff like that. So it's fun to have some projects that don't, you know, aren't totally confined to the computer.
0: Oh, absolutely. True.
1: You know, I mean, I know you, you've you had your share of them, um, and it's just got a different energy, uh, which... As I said, I think that's what led me to sort of forget about the uh, email project because you know it's not look it's not looking me in the face. Whereas the windows and the garage are right there all the time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that I, I think it's okay. Um, I mean, it depends on how long you procrastinate something, because obviously, eventually, procrastination has its own uh, overhead, mental, you know, and emotional overhead that if you've been procrastinating for a very long time, uh, maybe you have to sort of step back and say, what is going on here? Why am I procrastinating? And... You know, no doubt there's some kinds of friction and maybe some anxiety about completing the project. You know, certainly with with estate planning, it's kind of built in (laughs) anxiety situations. (laughs) So, you know, taking those uh, taking a a moment to identify why that project has gotten Short shrift might help move it forward, um, or also visualizing maybe what it will be like when
0: it's done, yes, um well, and it's one of those where really by the by the time you need it, I won't care um, <laughs> at that point, but um no, that's um yeah, and again procrastination is uh, like one of the things I've always liked about getting things done is this notion that you know you have this list of things and you dynamically figure out what the right next thing for you to do is. Um, mm-hmm. So, and this week I really was feeling it that getting this thing out was um, it was time. Yeah. Um, and yet i'm sure some of that was procrastination um <laughs> um so in a world where you know is it it's better to get that done sooner rather than later the estate stuff um it's procrastination but it so far has not been procrastination with an ill result um and um Well yeah. <laughs> thank goodness. Um Yes, knock on wood, knock on tap, just tap, about tap. everything we have around here. Um but it's some it's definitely something that I need need to do. Um mm-hmm. so I think I know the reasons why I've been putting it off. Um and I also think sometimes even when you say you're gonna do something, sometimes you do need to get into that headspace to do a particular thing. And I don't think I was quite Mm -hmm. there yet. Um, I hope, hopefully I will be, um, it takes me a while to get kind of revved up to do something. Um, he said, you know, five years after launching an app and finally getting a (laughs) website up. Um, so yeah. Um, but, uh, I think in some ways, it's not a bad thing, right to to use procrastination mm-hmm. energy to get something else done, because at least you're making progress on some front, um, yeah, that's which is true. Better. Now, if you're completely paralyzed and like you're you know, you're spending days getting absolutely nothing done because you're just filled with anxiety, I think then that's clearly a bigger. A bigger issue, um, yeah. But taking a step back and say, why am I putting this off so much? Like, what's the what's the holdup here? Um, I think that is that is important. Um, so, you know,
1: it- I think I'm going to add that as a question during my <clears throat> weekly reviews. When I look at the projects, that I go like, "Yep, yeah, didn't do that." Did, you know, not working on that. Not, you know, let's just say. W- do I know why? You know, is there is there a reason why instead of each week just sort of checking them off as, yep, reviewed that mm-hmm. <laughs> hasn't changed?
0: Um, and in some cases, like I can look at something and I'm like, yep, I'm just that is not the next thing I need to do. Um, but it is something that I plan to do, and, and so I can usually go through things. Um, relatively quickly in a weekly review now. Cause I'm like, yeah, that is something I intend to do sometime in the next six to 12 months, but it's definitely not the next thing. Um, and the next action is probably have a lot of focus on this thing. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. not there yet, but yeah, sometimes when it's like, why has this thing just been lingering? What are you, what are you waiting for? Um, that is a good question to ask, um, and I think part of the review process is just, in general, having that awareness, um, where in the end, right? There's no strict right or wrong answers. Um, like even right. if even even if you like, you know, you don't pay a bill and pay a late fee, but you went and had a great time doing something else maybe for you it was worth that late fee that amount of money to do that other thing like it's not like it was wrong it's just it's a matter of kind of the choice that you made um but being aware of it is kind of the that's the the benefit not that there's a Mm -hmm. right or wrong way to do it i guess
1: Right. No, I totally agree.
0: Um, so, yes, I did not get my weekly to-do done. Um, it's the second one of those in like four weeks, though. Um, so, uh, I need to pick easier ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Or, oh, well, either I could sandbag it and pick easier ones or pick the ones that I really do intend to get done and then stick to them one or the other um, what are your thoughts um,
1: well I, I think I think I've said all my thoughts excellent <laughs> I, think, I think I've I, I got some good ideas out of this discussion and It definitely, you know, ties in well with, like, the weekly review process. And that's what it's all about here on the podcast called The Weekly Review.
0: Absolutely. Well, in that case, um, I think it's time to wrap things up um, so we can get back to procrastinating some things and getting other things done. Um, (laughs) You can find us on the Internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at the Weekly Review, and you can always send us email at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you'd rate or review this podcast, but we love reviews. Um, it helps new listeners find us, and it makes us smile to know you're listening. We always love hearing from you. If you have your own procrastination slash productivity stories um procrastativity there's gotta be a <laughs> a weird procrastativity i uh, that's I gotta work on that um I'll put that on my I'll put that in my inbox to come up with a better word. Um anyway please um send in your uh your suggestions your insights and you know, if you have amusing pet photographs, we always love to see those too. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks.
2: You got some things you want to get done, and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you
1: Clear view, built setting extractor is here for you.
2: Do a clear review, yeah, the